Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. Mike, this week Seth Rollins had some interesting words to say about CM Punk. Um, I'll give a quote here. I do not need to repeat what I said about Chicago Phil in the interview last week. But if I need to, I'm sure you can Google it. Look, the bottom line is, it's the same with Logan Paul. Punk and Paul are two different personalities, but they're the same as, uh, they're as selfish as it comes. If they're not gonna help, I don't want to be a part of them to be a part of our industry. I don't want you to be a part of our company, and that's all there is to, to that. Here's the thing I'll say, but one thing about Punk. I'll end it on a positive note with him. That guy given my career, has given my career so much that it pains me to have to say bad things about him. He helped me out. He really did. He's been a really good guy for me a lot of my career, but for whatever reason, for the past maybe six or seven years, he's been in a different headspace and we're not on the same page. To see the kind of what he's done and taken and taken, it's always been about him. I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. There's a place for him, man. He's got a lot to give. I wish his head was in the right spot. And that was Seth Rollins on his take on CM Punk. What's your take on the uh, interactions here with regards to Seth Rollins and uh, CM Punk? I just laughed when he says that he's a cancer to the locker room, but then he goes on to talk about how CM Punk has helped him so much. And it's like, so how is he a cancer? Like, how do you know what he's like or what he's been like or what's happened over in AEW? And he says in right headspace six to seven years, you haven't even been in contact with the guy, so how do you know? And what has he taken? He got a contract to work for a company and he went and he took the contract. He's not going to take a good contract to go work for a company, you know, and, and Seth Rollins, you take just as well as anybody else. You're over, you get paid, you're a top pushed guy. Are you willing to, t to you take just as much as he does? Sure, Punk get, got paid more, but he also deserved it because he boosted the ratings by about 200,000 people. So, I mean, I don't know CM Punk personally. I've been in a locker room with him. I refed his match at Ballpark Brawl back in 2003, I believe it was. It was just before he went to the WWF. He was the, he was the ROH champion at the time. It was kind of a cluster because it was supposed to be Teddy Hart versus CM Punk with homicide refing. And all of a sudden, Teddy Hart's no-showing because somebody that was with him couldn't get over the border to come into Buffalo. I'm not sure what that would have to do with Teddy Hart showing up at the show, but if in the last minute I didn't know that I wasn't refing, that I was refing his match, that it was going to be then CM Punk versus Homicide. And uh, I was told that I'm refing the match and I saw CM Punk, I literally came back from refing, I think it was Dusty Rhodes and uh, Kid Cash. And I was told, you're refing the match and it's coming out next. I'm like, oh crap. So I went up to CM Punk and I just asked him, I said, what is the finish? And he says, he told me what the finish was and what the match was gonna be. It was gonna be a, gonna turn to like a 
anything goes like Texas, uh, not Texas tornado, like Texas deathmatch, just fighting wherever. I'm like, okay. And he wasn't mad that I came up to him last minute. To, I didn't see him talk anyway to anybody. He was pretty quiet to himself, all professional. Then I went over to Homicide and just confirmed the ending. We went out there and did it. No problems. Came up. Thanks me for refing the match. Nice guy. I don't know him. Like I said, I don't know him. But the interaction when I had with him, I, I was with him all day because this is a, was a big production. I was with him and the other these other guys all day. I didn't. He didn't raise his voice. He didn't. Even when he heard, heard that Teddy wasn't getting over the border, still no problems. He was talking about it, and no big deal. He. I think he was the one that came up with just him and homicide wrestling. So I don't know where it comes from headspace and taking and taking. I mean, I see fans online. Oh, he's garbage and he's a cancer. How the hell do you know? Why? Because the goddamn elite told you it. There's two sides to every story. Give me a break. And and when it comes down to what happened in AEW with the elite going to his locker room after that. So that press conference was, a, I can't even clean it up. It was a mess. Like, sure, CM Punk shouldn't have done that. But he's a guy that anybody who knows him doesn't sit still when it doesn't sit back when he's being pushed. I wouldn't think that he just went off without going to Tony Khan and other people before this about his concerns and it just went from there and when it comes to what I was told and I haven't confirmed yet when he went off on that reporter about Colt Cabana being moved to ROH from what I understand Colt Cabana was moved to ROH before Punk even came in but it was leaked to this reporter that it was because of Punk come on do your research and due diligence I'll have to do a time frame for our next show but, I, but from what I was told he was gone before so I don't I don't I don't know and then in any company that I've ever seen or been wrestling or otherwise two people have a problem and if it's upper management that upper management doesn't go and talk to the person that they have the problem with you know you don't go and push open a guy's dressing room door sure you know and, and the thing is also the dog was injured he had his dog there as well and so if they didn't push the door open how did the dog get injured because there was a lot of concern about the dog, be it Megan, be it Kenny Omega. And it's like, so come on. I mean, there's a lot more to this. And I'll tell you, the elite are not innocent. And the elite should have been held more accountable since they are EVPs. And they're part of the company. Absolutely. Uh, Brody King seems to come out with uh, his support for uh, CM Punk by retweeting. My toxic trait is I don't think CM Punk did anything wrong. And should come back the conquering hero. Let's go. CM Punk still remains on ice with uh, Tony Khan, um, still rehabbing his injuries. Um, but does he come back? Is there a way for them to bring him back um, to be credible, right? At the end of the day, are they, did they try to make something out of, did they try to make an angle out of this and wait too long to, to use it? And now it's just, a waste. Well, it's still a m couple of months till he can come back because he had that was it pectoral surgery? He tore his pec so. or his bicep? Bicep, I bicep, right? So it's still a little bit for that. I don't care for those kind of angles, and I don't know if I'd do it with the elite because I don't trust him. Like, look at Hangman Page; he went into business for himself. That's what pissed Punk off to begin with. So if you're gonna do that, you can't do that and expect Punk to just sit back. Like, are they new? 
Punk doesn't give a shit about these guys and their passive-aggressive crap when they do that stuff. I don't know the whole thing, but, I mean, when you look at this and, and just everything doesn't add up, and if anything, like I said, the, these guys are EVPs, and doing that kind of stuff and all that that happened, you're just waiting for a lawsuit. And, you know, the, 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 um, the Bucks contract's up at the end of 2003, so what's that, nine months? 2023. 2023, so I think it's nine months left. Mm-hmm. Let them go. I mean, honestly, what do they really do? I mean, they looking at the ratings, they came on last week and the ratings went down by 69,000 people. What's that tell you? You mm-hmm. know, you, you've got CM Punk, supposed to be a cancer or whatever else. He jumped the ratings by 200,000 people when he came in. And these guys come on and they drop 69 grand. People don't want to watch them. Yeah, I'm choosing a side because just stuff doesn't seem right to me when when I look at this, this whole CM Punk thing, you know, and, and I, from day one, it just didn't seem right. It, I, I don't, to me, it, it doesn't, just things don't add up. And if anybody's, a, you know, the, and people are like, and like you said, Brody King came out, Jay Cargo came out and said Punk's done nothing but help. The women's division said he's done nothing but help us, FTR. There's a few, a lot of people that came out because they're not afraid of losing their job or don't have to suck up to the elite. So and the EVPs, because because none of these guys give a crap. They're like, oh no, like this is what this is what he's done for us. So there's a lot of stories going both ways. Even uh, even what's his name there was saying, um, who else was it was saying that he he always had his door open for help. And I can't remember who it was right now, but you know. So you have these guys saying this other thing. So I cast out on a lot a lot of what these other guys are saying. Well, at the end of the day, it comes down to the numbers, right? And the chairman of chief content of Warner Brothers, Kathleen Fitch, has said publicly that the Rampage and Dynamite numbers are bringing in good numbers, and they're happy. So when they look at a demographic where your two e- EVPs or VPs or whatever the e- title they want to be given, the EVPs, right, yeah. come onto the screen and they lose you nearly seventy thousand people, versus when Punk was on the screen, he gained two hundred thousand. There is almost a three hundred thousand person switch well co- see constantly for the whole company not just when he was on when he came into the company they're running about 750 to 800,000 and when he came on they're running a, mil- a 900 to a million mm-hmm. so uh, so this is not it wasn't even just for his segments the whole show was up and then you have th- those three come out and it dropped 69,000 people and the trends trending down again I think this week they were at 820,000 uh, eight four, yeah, it was, yes, it was eight, 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 thirty, eight thirty nine or something like that. Yeah, yeah it dropped. Uh, I think I got the numbers here. I think it, it was uh, eight ninety eight ninety one last week, to, and it went down to eight forty nine, yeah. or eight thirty nine. But I mean, that's not the right way to. And I don't think they had much competition, did they? On on the Wednesday night, it wasn't yeah. like the other week when they had the uh, basketball games. Were the only things that beat them. Yeah, you're always uh, gonna have basketball. And hockey, well, well hockey, baseball, I'm sure not a every season. <laughs> every, well, every season, right? Because they yeah. got the Braves baseball on there, but yeah. baseball uh, at a certain point, then you have they, you know, you have hockey running against them. Then you're going to have the NFL, the NFL back on again. You've been listening to Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea.